Welcome to the first episode of the Cosmic Pirate Podcast for 2013. I think we only did one episode in 2012. Actually, I didn't go back and count, but we did very little episodes in 2012. Um, didn't go back and count. Let's see. One. Okay, I'm done. You counted the one from last year? Oh, I didn't look. Oh. It just sounded funny when you say, I think we did one, but I didn't count. Oh, one. Yeah, no. I mean, I didn't actually look. It's difficult to count to one. I, I think it was one. Yeah, I didn't actually look to see. Crap. I can do what that. What comes after zero? I think it's one. <laughs> we might have done two. That's if you if, if you choose to use zero. You have to I have zero. No. Whenever you played hide and seek, did you start at zero? No, you went one, two, right, three. Right, because that comes after zero. You don't you don't count zero. Well, that's zero is I the just, starting point. That's what I just said. If you if you actually use zero, but okay. it still comes after zero. Isn't that nice? So um, I'm still right. Yeah. January, no. Monday, June 4th, 2012, we did Classic Candy. That was the only one. <laughs> wow, that was a while ago. Oh, wow, in June. You know what? That's right when we were going, when we were looking for the houses and getting ready to move into this house, getting ready to buy this place. No, we were here. In June? Oh, that's right. May we, may we close, yeah. It was right after the storm. Yes, mentioned. you may. Right after the storm damage. Oh, man. Mm, that's interesting. We're going to do anyway, it. What? We have to start the way we always start. What's that? Well, the way we used to start when we used to do this. What you drinking? Oh, actually, tonight I'm having a Molson Canadian. Cindy? Uh, red wine. What kind is it? Is it the Bordeaux? No, it's a... Uh, it's the red kind. It's, a, it's Rex Goliath Pinot Noir. No, I'm drinking the bottle from last night. Oh, that's the... Uh, the whole bottle? That's the Bordeaux. This could no. be fun. <laughs> it's what was left over from last night. That's the Bordeaux. That was the good stuff. Mm-hmm. And I am having a dogfish head Midas touch. Oh, wow. That is nice. a good beer. Yes, it is. And uh, and rather weighty in the ABV department. Not really. No? Thought it was like 8% or something. Yeah, around there. <laughs> that's not weighty. <laughs> I guess that's true. Not if you're used to drinking the stuff that we drink. Are you enjoying it in a nice Cindy's glass? Cindy's wine's probably got more alcohol than my beer. Yes. Maybe. Are you enjoying it in a nice glass? Uh, well, it's glass. What kind of glass? It's, it's a Proper regular glass. drinking glass. Is it lead, lead glass? No, it's not crystal. <laughs> it's just glass. Yes. Um, we were going to talk about, since... Since New Year's has recently passed, and we are now in the beginning of 2013, we're going to talk about New Year's resolutions and how stupid they are. Because I never, you know, I've never, I used to do the New Year's resolution, oh, yeah, I'm going to quit smoking. And then I didn't. So it's like, you know, why bother? You know, what, what really, what are you going to do? If you're going to make a change about yourself, it should be an ongoing thing, Right. Every day. Every day, assess kind of how you are, what you're doing, and try to improve yourself or do something like that, you know? Every year, like at the beginning of the year, you're going to do one thing to change who you are. Is that like for the whole year? And then next year, you just do one other thing? This year, I'm going to uh, lose some weight. I'm going to exercise more. And then by the end of the year, you fall off the wagon. And then the following year, is it something different then? 
I'm going to be nicer to people. I think it should be continuous change. Thoughts? Questions? Why is the sky blue? That's not a New Year's resolution. No, you said any thoughts or questions. That was a question. That has something to do with... Uh, oh, in that case, I don't have any questions, right? but um, I just want to say that a New Year's resolution, you know, in itself is actually a good idea. But the problem is people don't follow through with it. Yeah, the thought of having... Uh, an opportunity to start fresh and do something better. That whole, that whole thought is a good thing. Yes, I agree. However, I mean, the whole idea behind it is to make the new year better than the previous. Right. By doing something that's you know going to make it a better year, or make you a better person. Right. So but yeah. The problem is too many resolutions fail. The idea is a good thing, but for people to think that you know, it, let's do it because it's a new year. Um, I mean, my philosophy is every day is an opportunity to do things different, better. I mean, every every moment we get the chance to make choices, and that's gonna, that's a good thing. I'm going to stop belching in public. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's going to happen. And supermarket. Was, and Captain Kirk was Spanish. I don't belch in the supermarket. Uh, I do. I'll fart in the supermarket. All the time. <laughs> crap dusting. I'll drag it down. Crap. No, crop dusting. I'll drag it down the aisle and walk it into the next one. Some guy did that at Home Depot and I was the victim. It's awful. <laughs> I walked right into oh, it. It's different when the shoe's on the other foot, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Or the shit it's, smells in the other it, nose. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's different when, it's different Whichever when the, the case may be. It's different when the stinks on the other cheek. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> so. What what was your New Year's resolution, Roger? I don't have one. Oh, okay. It would be kind of silly if we did a podcast on how silly New Year's resolutions are if we all had New Year's resolutions. What was your, uh, what was, did you, did you get any, uh, over here, any resolutions at work or anything? No. No. Just about everybody I work with is, you know, has the same idea that resolutions are kind of silly. Yeah. I mean, the only only benefit to making a New Year's resolution is, you know, it gives you a start date. Right. You know, it's for people that like to procrastinate. Well, not necessarily like to, but procrastinate all the time. Right. And, you know, someday I'm going to do this, or someday I'm going to do that. So. New Year's comes along, they make a resolution. I'm really it's gonna, like, okay, well, starting on this day. I'm really going to do it. Right. Yeah, that's yeah. a good point. It gives people a, a date by which to make that change. Tomorrow's going to be the big day. Well, Tomorrow's going to be the day I start to fail again. Couldn't you just put it on your bucket list and have it be one of the things you want to do before you die? Because then it's a constant thing, right? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I don't have a bucket list. Oh, bucket. <laughs> what about you, Cindy? Any, over here, any New Year's resolutions at work or anything like that? Heard nothing about it today. Well, wait a minute. Today's the third. You would have heard something about it like on... Uh, heard nothing no, about the, it the second. A, today's the fourth. I'm sorry. You would have heard something about it on uh, third day. Didn't hear it. Heard no, nothing. Wednesday, I mean. Wednesday. Heard nothing Thursday. from nobody. 
Nothing. Didn't see anybody eating anything healthier today. Well, it just goes to show that we and our friends have no resolution. I wish you could make a New Year's resolution that was uh, retroactive. So you could think of it now and it would like instantly affect the past 15 years of your life. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I wish I was a millionaire. Bing! And then like everything would just instantly change. Or I wish I... Um, never started eating healthy. And then you could see what it would be like. And then say, and then your next resolution could be, I want to cancel that last resolution. And then you go back to normal. That's not a resolution. No. That, that's, a, that's a genie <laughs> wish. Yeah, right? It's just a wish. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> that would be cool, though. Retroactive. Of course Retroactive it resolution. <laughs> That'd be a cool movie. Yeah, let's think about that for a minute. Like all the things that you could like... I mean, it's endless. It is, it's almost, you end up with the same paradoxes and stuff that you wouldn't like a, a movie about time travel and stuff, right? Because if you... Changing the past. You make a resolution. It different decisions. You, it's going to impact everything else that happened over the past. Yeah. Whatever. No, I just found a wacky news bit. All right. Wacky news. Lightened up. Well, but since we're talking Florida, I got a Florida story. So do I. Oh, no, I don't. Go ahead. Well... This kid goes to uh, rob a convenience store. And he's saying that, you know, I wasn't planning on going in to rob it, but while I was walking there, I decided, you know, it seemed like a good idea. Place. Always a good idea to rob somebody. Yeah. Yeah. He goes to rob them, tells them, you know, I've got a gun, but, you know, it's in pocket type deal. Yeah, yeah. He never takes it out. My pointy finger. Convinces the uh, clerk to open the cash register and it's empty. There's no money in it. So the guy leaves, goes to a supermarket next door, and calls his mom. He needs a ride home. I was just like, you call your mother to give you a ride home from a robbery. What a That's genius. nice. What a genius. Did he get Hi, mom. Well, uh, yeah, I need a ride. Um, don't worry. I'll try not to make you an accessory to a crime here. Yeah. Just come pick me up. So you were driving the escape car, ma'am? The getaway car? <laughs> yeah. How old was the kid? He was in his 20s. 20s? That's something like a stupid 14-year-old would do. You know? Like a, just a dumb Happy kid. Days. Well, not that every 14-year-old is dumb, but I was. Um, no, every 14-year-old is dumb. You can't say that. There are there are some 14-year-old... There's a, like a 15-year-old kid wrote that, that Angry Birds game and he's like a millionaire now. You think he was out walking around robbing convenience stores? That's not typical. Was he 18? No, because his mother was too busy to drive him home. Yeah. He stayed after school, right? Working on his games. Yeah, this guy was 22. 22. What a genius. And uh, the... Uh, did, did, was, what time of day was this? Did the, the convenience store just open and like, the clerk was starting with like a fresh drawer, right? <laughs> I, I don't know what time it was. It didn't say any article. They usually have like 100 in there, right? Anyway. But it was probably... A register they keep empty just for times like that. Because I can't imagine a right. cash drawer being totally empty. Go you to have the, to have something in there to make change. Go to the other register. <laughs> yeah. There's the secret register under the counter that they really use. In Dorset, Vermont, Vermont State Police say a man faces a drunken driving charge 
after driving onto the lawn of a historic home once owned by the co-founder of Alcoholics Anonymous. Police say 55-year-old Donald Blood III, the third Jeez. Of, of Marlboro, Mass, was ordered... Oh, this is funny. We're going to talk about ga- name games. We're going to talk about names next. Come on, computer. I mean, phone. Don't black out on me now. Okay. Um, uh, phone, Donald, don't fail me now. Yeah, yeah. Police say 55-year-old Donald Blood III, it says just three here, but I figure it's the third, of Marlboro, Mass, was ordered to appear in court... In Bennington on January 14th, police say Blood thought he was driving into a parking lot. I wonder what his blood alcohol level was. But actually, it was the lawn of the Wilson House, built in 1852 in Dorset, the birthplace of AAA, Alcoholics Anonymous co-founder Bill Wilson. The Wilson House's website described it as a place of sanctuary where people can come to give thanks to God for their new lives. It still hosts several AA meetings each week. So did you like did you like my little pun there? Well, Donald at Blood. least this guy knows how to get there. Yeah, Donald, because he's going to be a, a member pretty soon. And now let's talk funny names. We were watching the news at my parents' house, right? And oh, down south, they have some crazy names. This guy's name was the other. What was his last name? I don't know. His first was D other D E O T H E R D other. So his brother was one, and he's the Not other. Him, the other one. <laughs> his his when his brother was born, he must he was obviously the second child because his brother was the one, and he's the other. And he was the other. <laughs> oh man, the other the other. I Seriously, his, he his was. There was some was news weird. story, and they too. they showed him, and they you know threw his name up there. The other, whatever the, the hell his last name was, I don't know, but. Hotspots draw believers, but not doomsday. As the sun rose from time zone to time zone across the world on a Friday. Ooh, I have to go and get this on the, on the web. <clears throat> Bear with me. I know you're all waiting with bated breath. Okay, well, while you're doing that, I'll give you a story. I think it was in Ohio, yeah, Akron, Ohio. There's these two women there, identical twins. Both pregnant. They're due... About a week apart from each other, they both wind up having babies on the same day, no, two hours apart. But that's a, that's I want to know how they. Well, I want to know how they got. They were on a they were on a date together to drive in. But seriously, how did they get pregnant at the same time? They maybe I don't know. Maybe it. they set a date. Who knows? Yeah, okay. Anyway, continue. Well, they both had uh, babies on the same day, two hours apart. The funny thing is, it was the same doctor delivered both babies. Wow. Same room? Uh, it didn't say whether it was the same room. Okay. I, I'm puzzled and a little annoyed by this. Uh, not the twins having babies. That's t- babies? 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 Babies. Babies. Um, no, this one here. I don't even need to read the whole news story. I'll just, I'll just read the... Uh, in Jerusalem, this is December 19th last, last year, last month and last year. Uh, worshippers usually leave notes to the Almighty at one of Jerusalem's hottest sites, holiest sites. Hottest sites. But half a billion people left five hundred million dollars in checks. This really? Is, this, we need to get in on that gig, man. We yeah, need no to build, kidding. We need That's to build, my New Year's resolution. We need to construct a holy place where people come and leave money. Yeah. Yeah. No checks, please. Cash hey, L. Ron only. Hubbard did it. 
L. Ron Hubbard started Scientology. It's a farce. But there, it's a huge religion. Yeah, so he says. <laughs> L. Ron Hubbard wrote it. So who says? L. Ron Hubbard. He doesn't say. He's dead. He wrote a novel. He wrote two books. And he said to a, he said to a fellow author... It was Dianetics, wasn't it? Dianetics. Well, Dianetics started something, and he said to he said to someone, Dianetics, I think, actually started the whole thing off, right? But he said, if you want to start, if you want to control people and start a religion, all you have to do is invent one. And he did. And now, and now we and, have Scientology. There is the Church of Scientology. It's yeah. established and it's and it's headquartered in Florida, somewhere in Florida. And they Florida. probably don't pay taxes. St. Pete, I think. Saint the Peter, St. Peter Clearwater. Yeah. They probably don't because they're a religious organization, right? But it, it's like, yeah, let's let's build a holy spot and put like, you know, just all you have to do is say this is a holy spot and you need to come here and uh, worship to have your sins forgiven. Oh, and give us money. And give us money. Of course Otherwise, we'll take the holy spot down. Yeah, we'll move it somewhere else where there's money. Yeah. I don't know. That, uh, that'd be one hell of a racket. But would we have to prove it? Why would we? Wouldn't have to prove anything. No other religion proves it. Yeah, they don't have to prove that, that their God actually exists. They don't have to prove that. You just believe it. Go there and give them money. And, you're, and your, ta- your organization is tax exempt. We need to talk about that offline. <laughs> I keep losing you. Yeah? How about now? How's now? How's now, brown cow? It's good. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that's any, any, you got any other wacky stuff there, Roger? Well, there's the guy in Kansas that, uh, is being sued for, um, child support and all he did was donate his sperm. Did you hear about that one? Oh my God. What the hell? Well, there were these two lesbians that wanted to have a child. Unbelievable. And then they, so they, then they lost their job. So Craigslist for somebody that would be a, a sperm donor. Craigslist, that's the way to go for sperm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> just drop just drop it into this bag. So, even don't go to a reputable now, the whole place. Problem go is, to Craigslist. You know, if you go through a clinic, you know, with a doctor and whatnot, there's rules that when you donate, you are not considered the father. Right. And everybody knows that, even the people who are getting the sperm. You're not responsible. Right. But when you find somebody on Craigslist and he comes over with a container that he oh, uh, Christ Almighty. put his deposit in don't and tell gives me, it to you. Don't tell me there's a there's turkey no, baster no involved here. So now the guy is being sued oh. for child support. What, because that, that after a, you know they had the uh, child, these two women went, ran into money trouble. Now that, that's a story I want to follow. He should sue them for, uh, what is it? What, what could he sue them for? Uh, they set him up. I don't know. I want to see how that plays out. I want to find they out. They should sue them for happens. embezzlement. They have his sperm held hostage and they're trying to hold it ransom or something. You know? Well, not if he was a willing donor. Well, if he's advertising yeah, on he's Craigslist that he's willing to donate his sperm to you, but, uh, I don't think he can say that they're it was his holding advertisement? sperm Wait, did hostage. They, did they post Especially the, since it's already grown into a child. Yeah. Did they post the ad looking for sperm, or did he post an ad saying he had it available? Uh, I think he was the one that posted. 
And someone's going to go on there and say, oh, yeah. Sure. Oh, sure. Let me just go get this guy. Bring burn. it over. Yeah. So uh. he brings it over in a vial and they just, it's like this is time sensitive now. I just dropped this today. Here, quick, put it in the baser. Not even you know? today. It's got to be like within an With, yeah. hour. Maybe he like does it right there on the spot. That stuff doesn't stay modal very long. No, it's not going to be. No. You've, it's very time sensitive. Yeah. Well, it's very sensitive stuff. <laughs> it, on the outside, it will not survive things. long. She, yeah, she's good. It will not survive long on the outside. No pun intended. Um, but... Uh, so maybe he goes over there on the spot and says like, okay, you know, and then, and then, he, and then they collect it quick and, and do what they have to do. And off he goes, he right? gets his money. And, and wonder what he's charging for drop off. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> how much do you charge for your drop off? I like this. It certainly it might have a much. negative effect on other men's willingness to help couples who need a donor, which would be harmful to everyone. <laughs> no, they'd be willing to do it if you go through the proper channels. Yeah, proper like channels. Sperm bank. The key phrase. Let this drop off a you know a Dixie cup with your little surprise present in it. Craigslist, <laughs> not the way to go. Yikes! Plus, you don't know what this <laughs> no, guy's my got. Question is right. When he comes over with his little vial. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> little thimble. How thimble did hole. they? Yeah, and I'm and I'm a girl saying. Sure. I don't think so. <laughs> How did they insert the uh, sperm? Well, turkey that's baster. <laughs> turkey baster. There you go. I was thinking an ice cream stick. <laughs> oh. oh, popsicle stick? Yeah. Yeah, popsicle stick. You could just do a straw, too. Then turkey somebody baster. would have to blow. I like that better. <laughs> say you could do a straw, too, but then somebody would have to blow. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Bell. We live in a bell. weird world. <laughs> Abrupt. Oh, jeez. <laughs> like a dart. <laughs> oh, you got my eye. Wait till it's inserted first. All right, we're a little bit... Little off topic. Well, that's not off topic. It's just a little, a little crude there. Up here. I'm sorry, I wasn't listening. I was on Craigslist. <laughs> you were on Craigslist <laughs> looking for ads? Yeah, making my uh, <laughs> services available. <laughs> oh, Got some extra cash there, Raj. Just watch yeah. out. You don't. You know. I have a suggestion. Have a disclaimer on your Craigslist ad. I'm not you a vile. You need to have a disclaimer that they sign then. That's all. And it says, I'm not responsible for child support or anything like that. They, they sign it. Sign one. Huh? They did sign one. Well, obviously, it didn't state enough. Apparently not. <laughs> My suggestion if you put a, an ad on Craigslist is um, put a little note. Here's a bonus. I'll bring my own turkey baster. Yeah. <laughs> turkey baster, no, free of charge. Obviously. Of course. Police say a man dressed as Super Mario Brother, as a Super Mario Brother, there were two, has been arrested for groping somebody. And I can't get to the story, so I, I can't continue that. <laughs> oh, but did he use a turkey happened. baster? Yeah, right. Wisconsin couple says pet chicken alerted them to Blaze. That's a good chicken. It was delicious. Nothing on that? No. No. A Wisconsin couple says clucks, not fire trucks, helped them escape a blaze at their home. Cluck. <laughs> clucks. Clucks a chicken. 
What the hell's a cluck? That's your chicken. Your pet chicken. Whoa. This is local, Cindy. How local is it? So far, it's just PA. Let me see if it... Oh, it actually loaded. Scranton. That's so far. PA Railroad Calendar delivered 63 years late. Nice. A northeastern Pennsylvania newspaper has just received a calendar to help ring in the new year, except the year is 1950. Scranton's The Times-Tribune reports a mail carrier delivered it 63 years late without explanation on Friday. The large tube contained a 1950 Pennsylvania Railroad calendar addressed to James Flanagan, former general manager of the Scranton Times. Maybe this is a hoax. The calendar includes a holiday greeting from a railroad executive dated December 1949. Flanagan died that month. A U.S. Postal Service spokesperson says lost mail is sometimes found when a machine is dismantled or office space is renovated. And, and they go ahead and finish delivering it. Times Tribune publisher Bobby Lynette says he'll see if the Steamtown National Historic Site Railroad Museum is interested in the calendar. If not, he'll display it in the newspaper's office. Cool. So, uh, so I think that I think we can kind of kind of call that a wrap. I mean, we talked a little bit about the. Is there enough here for a podcast? Well, no, we've been no, going no. for over forty-five minutes. No, just because we've we been can talking, get something out of that doesn't mean there's enough for a podcast. Yeah, we got we got uh, plenty for a half-hour podcast. That's good. Nice. Well, it was good to get one done. When would you like? Yeah, but we only have about five minutes of the actual topic, so it'll have to be uh, New Year's resolutions and other psycho babble. And other That's stuff. fine, but you know what? A good way to kick off the new year. And and next week, next month, let's come up with another one. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that'll wrap up this first episode of the Cosmic Pirate Podcast for 2013. We wanted to keep this one kind of short, so. We just talked a little bit about New Year's resolutions and had some wacky news thrown in there and some babble because we hadn't haven't done this in a while and we kind of just catching up with each other too. Well, Cindy and I always catch up, but Roger and I haven't, and Cindy and Roger haven't caught up in a long time, so it was nice just to get together and chat. Perfect. Right. Well, I get caught up in a lot of things, just not podcasts. Yeah. Us too. Uh, but uh, stay on the line, Rog. I'm going to go ahead and uh, and call that a wrap. I'm Everybody, thanks for listening. Everybody have a great uh, January, and we'll talk to you uh, soon. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye.